This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hello, it's time for Enemies. My name is Lisa Traeger. Welcome to another jam-packed episode. I'm really excited because it is actually enemy, frenemy, turned friend, pal, but um, a former guest, the Julia Solomon episode, we actually talked about this person because I fought with him screaming at a McDonald's in Montreal, and my friend Julia watched us, and for her, she realized it was like the closest she was going to get to the housewives fighting in a public space in front of diners, and so she really like sat back and enjoyed as we fought, and so I have... um, him here today. So today's guest is Graham K. He is a comedian and he has a new special out on YouTube called Live in a Bowling Alley. On YouTube, um, he taped it at the gutter in Brooklyn. He's a really funny guy and I really enjoyed this episode and I feel like we really got to know each other um, better, deeper, cooler. He was open. It was really incredible. So I hope you really like this episode. Now I have to say something controversial. Someone gifted me like the candy corn pack. So it's like candy corn, the pumpkins and the the harvest corn with the chocolate. I like it. The chocolate corn is so good. I was always like, not the chocolate. And now I'm like, fuck regular candy corn. I don't know if it's better than the pumpkin yet. To me, it's like, I loved those pumpkin ones, but now I'm like, fuck. Do I love the chocolate candy corn? Insane. Um, so that's something that's very fun. I'm, um, it's like weird. It's like you work so hard to then be able to keep working hard. And in this business, like work is king, you know, so, or everywhere, I guess work is important to everyone. Um, but it's, so it's like wild. So suddenly like your dreams aren't coming true and you're on tour and you're shooting a TV show and everything. But then all of a sudden you're like, fuck wait uh, hold on a second when am I sleeping like wait hold on so like today when while you're listening to this if you listen the day it comes out I will have landed in LA and then like at 9 30 a.m and then my flight back to New York is 6 a.m on Thursday and why am I flying to New York for, I mean LA for one day I got to get my Telfar bag package. I got to get my, some ASOS. I got to do laundry. Got to just like get more winter stuff. Cause then I think I'm on the road again for like three, four weeks. And so I just had to go home and for the Muna concert. So next week you'll have a whole Muna thing. And I don't even know what episode we're going to be like. Things are just wild. Um, I don't know how people handle things. It, not for my brain. What I'm going to do is spark this little joint, but only take one or two hits because I do have a show in four hours and I want to shower around five, I think. Why do you care about any of this? Um, thank you to everyone that I met um, on this leg of the tour. Um, it was fucking fantastic. I really have minimal enemies except for one sound guy in North Carolina. So go fuck yourself. Um, other than that, enjoy this episode. Graham K, welcome to Enemies. How are you feeling? Um, I'm feeling weird, uh, but I, I think I'll be okay. Um, Do you feel weird because you did just get kicked out of an Airbnb and you are outside? I feel weird because I got I, I had three drinks last night, so I can't tell if I'm hungover. And then I got kicked out of the Airbnb, and I don't understand. I was here for a week. I spent a bunch of money and I was like, can I stay an extra hour for a big business meeting on zoom? I said, 
And then he said, uh, no. So, but you can, you can sit in the backyard on a picnic table in the wind, in the sun, um, in Denver. And I guess I got to just take it. Is someone coming to clean? Like why has anyone even come into the apartment? Would it, would it have ruined anything? No, but somebody might come to clean at like 1130 right in the middle. But I'm like, you can't text your cleaners and be like, hey, can you show up half an hour later than you normally would? You know, this guy's got a, he's a big businessman, obviously. And he's got a big business meeting. You know, who knows what he's up to? So, but no, no. Yeah. No one cares about loyalty these days no. and cash money. No, no. He's stupid income property. Dink. I'm about to do something really trashy and I want to ask a hotel in New York to pay for my room for the next couple months. And I would post about it all the time. And I'm humiliated to do it, but I no, want to. No, I think that um, everyone would support you. If people go, that's trashy, then you don't want them as fans or friends. I mean, it's like. I think it's tra- when um, I, you know, I'm on BuzzFeed lists a lot. And it's yeah. like <laughs> people hate influencers because influencers like want things for free all the time. And it's like you have to yeah. support a business. But this hotel only opened a month and a half ago. And I have to be in and out of New York for um, a couple months. And it's just like. Dude, give me a room. Yeah. You've only opened. Give it to me. But you're going to do it in like a funny way. Influencers just go, look at my butt. Look at the hotel. They have pillows. They're real comfy. Mm." You know, you're going to do something better than that. Or maybe not. I don't know. I I would. I really liked the hotel. Um, What were you up to in Denver? Uh, I did the comedy fort uh, in Fort Collins, which is like an hour and a half outside Denver. And then I'm doing the Denver Comedy Lounge this weekend. So I just did a bunch. I stayed and did a bunch of one-nighters in between and booked an Airbnb. And then tonight I'm going to a hotel uh, that the club put me up. So I'm like, I'm in limbo right now. But um, a comic is going to come and drive me to the mountains in like an hour. So that's fun. What comic is this? An acquaintance, a friend. Um, an acquaintance, you know. And do you think this is going to be bumped up to friendship after this mountain hike? Oh, oh, I think so. I think so. I think <laughs> we're going to spot some birds. Um, It'll get intimate, you think? <laughs> I think in a couple hours, you can just jump cut to, to us running down the mountain and me just being like, chase me, chase me. <laughs> and then you don't know where you're going to stay in the night. No, I do. The club put me up at a hotel downtown tonight. They did. Tonight oh, and tomorrow. Okay, great. So I'm just great. like in limbo. Oh, for me, I'm a, I've been um, hardcore in the air lately. And like on the 26th of October, I don't know where I'm going to go. Oh, like, like I don't know what my schedule is yet. So like I'll be in Nashville the 25th and I still don't know where I'm going to go on the 26th. Oh, but like you... You like uh you you know what city you're gonna be in, but you don't know where you're gonna stay. No. No, I don't know if I'm gonna be going to LA or New York. Oh, come to New York. Well, it's schedule based, so it's like if they tell me they need me, I come in. If not, then I don't know. Like, do I wanna spend on hotels? Who's they? But if they're gonna need me anyways, I'm filming a show. I'm oh. filming a TV show. Oh, great. I'm filming a TV show. Um, but I have to get my you know, I I'm just wildly in the middle of a tour and I live in LA, but I got hired in New York. Hmm. And so there's a concert in LA on the 26th that I want to go to, but if I have to work, you know, so I'm just, I don't know what's going to happen. 
Well, what, what concert? Muna. Mm, I don't know. I saw them in New York and it was amazing. And then they said that they would put me on the list. So I was like, I'll try to come to your LA show for sure. Cause it was such a good concert. Yeah. Well, you have options. Like they're a, they're a lesbian rock band. I like that. We need more of those. And a part of it is cause like a friend of mine really wants to go. So I would feel good about myself if I can be the person to get them to the concert. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. that feel. I like doing yeah. that. Yeah. Make one less enemy. Yes. Well, this is um, very fun. You're here. You know, Julia Solomon was on this podcast uh-huh. and yeah, we yeah. talked about Montreal. I don't know if you knew this or not. Uh, she mentioned it to me. Yeah. So, yeah. So our um, screaming match in Montreal McDonald's. Yeah. Has been discussed. So if anyone has not listened to the Julia Solomon episode and you want to do that uh-huh. um, for a pre whatever. And then the people that know they're in the know. Mm-hmm. Or they don't remember, and it's like psychotic if they do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I barely, I barely remember anything. Yeah. Sometimes listeners will be like, "Oh my god, you said this," and I'm like, "When? For what? What yeah. content?" Like, I just talk so much. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you put up enough stuff out there, people come up to you and they're like, uh, uh, "Zabar's 2008, huh?" And you're like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I do. I feel like people of TV shows feel that way. Yeah. Like um, people are like, and then did you do this and this on? And they're like, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. The, the example I'm thinking of is in Yellow Jackets. The there was like a diary found, and in the list there were movies outside of the date, so that gave people clues that this character was alive or not. Uh-huh. And they had to be like, that was an oversight. We're so we didn't realize people would be looking into the notebook. <laughs> checking the dates of the movies and cross-checking yeah, like yeah, we're yeah, so yeah. sorry yeah. um and so i do i i feel like that happens often and on my svu podcast will like ask someone and they're like that was 18 years ago so i don't really know that yeah 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 people need to live in walkable cities and have stuff to do i think what do you mean oh so you're not obsessed with stuff well i think that like if you uh i think we're more isolated than we've ever been and mm-hmm. um we're just sort of like living on our own spending our time in cars and we have we like need a community so we obsess over um little things you know and we like dive deeper than we would have been like 20 10 years ago even i think i do anyway i know i do I'm trying to think. I yeah. They say that like people. I feel like I was always an obsessive person. Uh, I believe. I think that's. I don't know if it's Virgo. I don't know what it is, but like back from the Spice Girls to the Backstreet Boys, from Fresh Prince, like I like Tweety Bird. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been kind of a fanatic of stuff. Right, right. Since the beginning. I believe that. Yeah, I'm not a. I. It's tough for me to concentrate on anything for more than five minutes, but. I think I've gotten more like dialed into stuff lately because there's like, I don't know. It's like, um, yeah, we're isolated. I think since the pandemic for me. Well, um, I was, I'm always at an airport. I'm becoming someone that only talks about airports, but yeah. I overheard guys talking or maybe this was in a hotel, but that like people have become crazier. They're, they're not original, but like yeah. they, it was just in front of me yesterday, but talking about if people have become more out of control. Oh, it was on a TV show maybe too uh-huh. with uh, the beer being thrown at Ariel Elias, you know? Oh yeah. 
like that people just don't know how to behave or act or no one can disagree. Like it is, um, we yelled at each other pre pandemic. We were ahead of the times. We were already insane. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. But it does seem, but I'm always like, I might slip a few times a year and I'll apologize, Mm -hmm. but like, I'm pretty nice to people that are like working around me or at the, you know, like I'm not going to yell at a flight attendant. Here's the thing is you and I hung out twice, I think, and got in the first two times we hung out and got in two arguments. And then I was like, what is with this person? And I asked around and I expected everyone to be like, she's like a huge bitch. Uh, she's just crazy. Don't worry about it. And everyone, uh, to a man was like, uh, no, she's great. Um, she's great. And I'm like, oh, okay. I guess I'm a bad guy. That makes know. me so yeah. happy. I yeah. like can't help from smile because yeah. there are people, this has happened to me before. Um, when I got to the comedy store, a guy who I've become friends with after a while, he goes, I, I only in- heard that you were a giant bitch. I had a run in with He's him too. Like, uh, like a negative run-in. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, go on. We'll talk, oh, yeah. I can't wait. Well, I want to hear about it. Mm-hmm. We could bleep the name if that helps, because we'd like to get to the dirt on this show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he was like, oh, my God, I heard you're just like such a bitch and on podcasts and all this stuff. And he's like, you've been nothing but like awesome. And I think both can be true. Like there's yeah. a reality where you talk. You luckily talk to all the people that like like me yeah, and hopefully yeah, understand yeah, my flaws. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But if you went to like a different pocket of our colleagues you could have gotten oh she's we'll fight with you but we have the same pocket which is a good sign yeah do you know what i mean yeah we have the same pocket yeah yeah (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. those people those people that wouldn't like you i don't trust them anyway well that's very nice yeah i you know i'm glad that we are is it maturity or what is it that we were we're kind of we hang now i think yeah we hang i think it's we maturity. Chat, you yeah. you helped carry my bags recently like yeah um was it just like okay well we have the same friends like we got to move on like this isn't the real housewives like yeah. i wonder i think it's that i think it's like also um yeah i honestly think like an I'm, enough people were like no she's cool you guys are just both like opinionated people and we were both drunk and I grew up in a household where everyone's arguing and shouting in public and getting kicked out of restaurants in my family. And, uh, and so it's like, so you getting kicked out of this Airbnb is nothing new. Oh, You're used no. to kind of being kicked yeah, out. Yeah. I lied. My, um, <laughs> my time wasn't up. I just, uh, <laughs> I, graf- <laughs> I graffitied everywhere. Um, but yeah, no, uh, yeah. So I, I think it's just like, you know, she's she's just an opinionated person, and so are you, and you're both drunk, and, you know, people contain multitudes, and who, yeah, maturity, who cares? Who cares? Why, yeah, I, don't, I, don't need an, I don't need an enemy. No, yeah. that's like, it's been, I'm trying to squash beefs left and right. Mm. There's one I squashed recently that I'm like, I actually still, I don't know, I still yeah, might yeah. try to get deeper into what's going on but julia solomon did say that at at the mcdonald's that i was excessively mean and so i do apologize for taking it to she goes at one point that julia was like it's enough stop (laughs) (laughs) i'll say Uh, this yeah i i'm not i'm not you know i i i do not remember the mcdonald's all i remember is we started (laughs) arguing at the bar um Oh, I thought it was on the walk. Okay, interesting. No, you said at one point you said to me, I assume we went to the McDonald's after. 
But I, at one point you said to me at the bar, you're like, Graham, we've hung out twice and we've gotten two arguments. So maybe you're the problem. <laughs> and I was like, I get, and I was like, in my head, I was like, oh, I guess only she can have opinions. And we just all have to sit here and let her have opinions. And I, and I, and we can't, you know, um, and then I was like, no, no, no. Anyway. And that was probably, I probably should have just, should have just been like, well, whatever. I'm not going to, I'm not going to, who cares? You know? I don't remember that. Like that's yeah. definitely a psycho. Like it was both of us in it, but yeah. I definitely in my, I, I do remember saying like, we don't have to continue ever speaking again. Like if we keep yeah. fighting, like we don't have a connection, like peace yeah, yeah. out, bro. Like yeah. we don't need to fucking do this. Yeah. Like I don't want, need to be fighting. Um, yeah. I definitely remember it, but that's funny if I just yeah. said it to you. But the opinion that I had that night was just that I was Which like I also jazzed don't about the soccer team. So it, the, that's the funniest part of all. Yeah. I was a bandwagon soccer fan. Yeah. I loved that women's championship world cup team. Uh-huh. And you started shitting on it. And to me, it was like psycho because I was like, they're the best. And you were like, I was disgusted by their behavior. They were <laughs> bad sportsmanship. And I was yeah. like, are you fucking kidding me? And I was I was just pissed. And I, I definitely was like, this is sexist as fuck. Right. Like what that they did a little teacup as they were winning. Like, are you kidding? Um, no one's mad at the NBA when they're winning by 30, 40 points. But we're mad that this girl like teacuped. And I was like, yeah. I'm not. I'm not taking this. Right. This is huge for these women. Right. And their win also was like a giant fuck you to Trump, I felt. But I went to the parade. I cried at the parade. I love people's dreams coming true. And so, but I don't know. But also like who get, I can't, I've never watched soccer since. Well, I'll say this is, um, (laughs) I should have like looked at it through your lens and understood all that and realized there was more to it than that than just a team winning but i will for i will say it was not a sexist thing in my opinion it might be maybe i need i have some work to do that's very possible uh but it's like i'm canadian and the canadian women's team and all the canadian media um that i uh, that i was consuming was like these are typical dirty americans dirty american behavior (laughs) these are like poor angolans and they're beating them 10 to 1 the amount of money the american team has compared to like the angolan team or whatever the team was that they defeated 15 to 1 and like we're like dancing around them and stuff and and it's like okay a Canadian would never do that, but also you are dealing with like Trump stuff and like the team is like thinking about um, inspiring people back home and and like there there's a lot of out uh, queer people on the team. And so they're going to get media attention and it is more of a big fuck you to Trump. And there's just it's just not as binary and it's more layered. And you and I, you know, and it doesn't matter what I think. So also, yeah, <laughs> like that's what's so funny. It, but we, but you know what we did do that's so positive is we gave Julia Solomon yeah. a Real Housewives in person. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. To yeah, her yeah. was one yeah. of the greatest moments of her life. Like, yeah, yeah, she yeah. had not seen people fight in front in front of others. Um, yeah. And I have actually uh, since then 
I got in an argument in a restaurant in front of diners, but I was in such a rage I didn't realize because there was a witness. Yeah. <laughs> and they were, and they finally were like, there yeah. are people eating here. And I was like, I didn't even see them. Like, I was just kind of. Yeah. I get it. Narrowed in onto the person. A hundred percent. But that's so interesting, the Canada of it all, because one time I was in Norway and I put on the TV and all the packages of the Winter Olympians were about Norwegian people. And I was like, oh, yeah, we only know about our own people. Yeah, yeah. But Canada, you guys are known as like extra polite. Do you find like Midwest and Canada have similar or is it a different type of politeness, niceness? I think it's that it is similar. Um there is like um canadians are a little snobbier when it comes to like like canadians are uh we think we're better than americans and there's a there's like a undercurrent of snobbiness it's also we have a huge chip on our shoulder and we're insecure about it and so it's like if the american comes up and is like oh Winnipeg, where is that? And well, we know where blah blah blah. We know where Duluth is. Why don't you know where? It's like shut up, shut up. You know, I don't know where Duluth is. Yeah, I know, but no one, no one should. <laughs> I just picked a dumb name, but like you know what I mean. It's like, like I know it's in Minnesota, right? Duluth, Minnesota. Yeah. There's like a college there or yeah. something, but like, but I, I've been to Winnipeg. Yeah, they. I don't know. Canadians are very polite. I'll say, yeah, I think. But this is the thing with America. This isn't just a Canada problem. It's like everyone hates Americans, but they're obsessed with us. Yeah, it's true. They like we're the popular girl in school. A bitch doesn't care about anyone like a sociopath. hundred percent. But you're obsessed with us. You want our clothes. You want to go to the places we go. You want to watch our movies. You want to be invited. And the Canadians that want to like work in common like they all come here you know so i get the chip on the shoulder too yeah i know it's it's a complete insecurity the only canadians that are not insecure are the french canadians and uh newfoundland which is like an island on the east coast but everyone else is it is my like i have a there's like a place in my heart and spirit that wants to go there so bad it's cool as hell when especially if they find out you're american they're like, oh, there by you come from the rock. I'll show you a right good time. And they make you kiss a fish and they give you a bunch of shots of their whiskey or their weird rum they have. <sighs> and um, I'll eat seal. I just have a fantasy of like <laughs> writing a novel in a hotel room looking at the water. Yeah, you know, yeah. like yeah. and going to dive bars and eating seal sandwiches. Like yeah. I, I just have to go there. So many seal sandwiches. Yeah, no, it's uh, baby seals, baby seal head sandwiches. Uh, Sean, um, uh, Sean, Shane Torres was telling me that they're also extra horny there. Oh, that could be a thing. Maybe. But it's like a horny place where his friend was there and a woman was like hitting on him aggressively being like, let's fuck. And he's like, I don't want to. And then the woman was just like, then why the fuck did you come here? Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. They're yeah. aggressively <laughs> they horny. Are, they are like, they're all pirates. They are like, they're all these like, like Irish sailors that got cut off from society for 200 years and then like TV and radio happened and they just had the same accent from 200 years ago and no one, like nothing changed. And they're just like, Oh, I wish I was, I was. And we were like, Whoa, what the fuck? What's going on over here? Yeah. They're not. So they're Irish descendants. Yeah. They have like a, like it sounds like a drunk Irish person. They do not sound Canadian. They don't sound American. It sounds like a foreign person for sure. They, they, there's like a, there was like a movie that was filmed there and they had to put sub subtitles in Canada because no one could understand what they were saying. 
wow it's like new orleans people yeah. or like cajun or mm-hmm. creole or whatever mm-hmm. cajun might be the food no. um but montreal like the french canadians they don't care about america but they don't care about canadian like no. other canadians they no. think they're better than everyone they tried to separate and then the, they have like a bunch of, of uh, there's a lot of immigration there and then they didn't get enough votes and they blamed it on the on the immigrant vote but like they the 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 Quebecois, most of them want to leave. In the 70s, they kidnapped a bunch of ministers and killed them. There's like an IRA type thing that happened, and there was like tanks in the streets. It was It's like crazy. Like they want to – there's still like an undercurrent there. But, but, but not a majority since they can't win the vote? Or yeah, they beca- are the majority? Because why not let them go? Well, because they aren't the majority because there's so many immigrants from like French Africa and Haiti and wherever – um, that don't want to leave Canada because it's like the dollar will tank. And they're like, I'm not Quebecois. I'll just be a minority in this smaller country, this weirder, smaller country. So why don't I just stay in this big country that has like a solid, you know, I moved here for a good economy. Um, but yeah. But going back to what you're saying like earlier about like uh, like other countries, like, you know, wanting to be in and on the party. I just remember being in Germany and it was like Trump was in office. It was like 2018. And like, I was at this, like, I was, I was going to do this show and this girl was like, why do you live in America? Blah, 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 blah. I'm like, you're wearing jeans. What music are you listening to right now? They invented that. They invented that. They invented that. So it's like, you can't, when you move from outside of America and then you live in America, you kind of like, like when I go to Canada, all I do is defend America. And when I go to when I live in America, all I do is go. You, you're doing this wrong. I, like I say that to Americans. It's like I'm never. I'm always, you know, always fighting. Uh, but they they all got off on it too. When I was in I was in the UK pre-election, yeah. and then like years later, and I saw the dude that I uh, this bartender. Yeah. Um, but he was like, trot, trot, and I was like, he won't win, but they got off on it. And then I was yeah, like yeah. in Australia, I was all over, and people were like, yeah. so what about Trump? What about Trump? I'm like. Yeah, it's the worst thing ever. What do you want? Like, they yeah. got glee from it. Yeah, they yeah, kind of yeah. liked it. Yeah, yeah. It's sick. Yeah, they don't understand that. Yeah, it's like there's way more Americans that believe what you believe than Australians than, that believe what you believe. There's like almost, there's like 170 million Americans that are like cool as hell and get it. You know? Yeah, that electoral college definitely fucks us. Yeah. In real ways. I mean, I am terrified. But yeah, the blue jean. But then we say white people don't really have culture. Because in terms of like, you know, then they stole everything. But then we do invent. I was listening to The Bald and the Beautiful, one of my favorite podcasts with Trixie and Katya yesterday. Uh And they were talking about jazz is American. Yeah. They were talking about things that are like fully American. And maybe movies. Every Every single style of music that anyone listens to in the world <laughs> pretty much um i mean obviously with exceptions but every type the most popular like the five most popular types of music in the world were invented by by black americans and you could say well it's black americans well they're still americans and they they're part of america so you know it's pretty so what are those well jazz blues rock and roll jazz blues rock and roll hip-hop uh and electronic music oh yeah house in chicago uh, i think it's detroit but yeah but that no 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 
Chicago is the home of house. Oh, really? And then Detroit might have might be like electronic music or EDM mm-hmm. or something else. Yeah, okay. Well, because someone has a really funny joke. Who is it? Is it Jeffrey Asnitz? Someone had such a funny joke. Yeah, I think it was him where it was like he wanted to type about something he liked, but there was just a school shooting. And so he didn't feel like someone died, like a celebrity died. But he's like, but I didn't talk about the school shooting. Yeah. I talk about the school shooting. If I want to talk about this death. And then he's like, I wish I could be like Mayor Lori Lightfoot where like on the anniversary of 9-11, she tweeted like Chicago is the home of house music. <laughs> like all right, let's take a break to giggle. Um, hopefully you'll hear an ad, so, and then we'll be back. I just, it's like, why can't white America just admit shit to black America and repent? Like, I just don't, because they also built this country. Like, black labor, black people built this country with their fucking hands. And the disrespect and the theft and all of that and the burning down, stealing their culture, even like hair, nail, everything. It's I, like yeah. we dis, we don't give them credit for anything. Just rob them of everything they have and everything they've done and then claim that they're trying to like get something unfairly. Yeah, it's like yeah, so yeah. twisted. It's so fucking twisted. It's so weird. It's like this whole like critical race theory thing. It, it, you know, I talk to Republicans and you run into them, you know, traveling the country, doing comedy all the time. And then you have a couple beers and they're nice and normal. And then they'll be like, don't take a left turn. And you know me. Um, and I'll be like, uh, and they'll be like, well, yeah, well, CRT, you know, it's all about how they just want to b- blame everything on us and how we're born racist as white people, you know, and we're awful. And I'm like, I'm white too. I don't feel that way. What makes you feel that way about learning about history? What is it about learning actually what happens? like what happened and why things are the way they are that makes you feel that way. You, there is something ingrained in your head that is fucked up that you can't take it. It's like, yeah, dude, uh, I have, Did he give you an answer. Was he able to articulate anything? No, absolutely not. You can't, there's like a cognitive dissonance. It's like you, this is why you, you just, once you admit that you're wrong, then your whole foundation of your personality is taken out from under you. And then you got to, as like a 35 year old, find a new personality and people are too fucking lazy. So they're just going to hammer down and be like, no, 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 I'm not racist. Blah, 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 blah. And it's like, well, just, just the thing is, it's like, you need this in, in, and in, in Canada is not much better, but you, the, public education system is getting worse and worse and worse and worse. And they need a society of dumb people. Because they want it. Yeah. They're they're, doing it on purpose. Like they're trying to fuck with, um, yeah. Education, a public education for sure. But you said something that, yeah, people all seem normal. And then it's like one, and you're like, what the fuck? This happens so often. I've meant, I've talked about this on the podcast. Uh, Julia Olson and I were sitting, talking to a bartender. Yeah. And all of a sudden, Something he said, I was all of a sudden it was like, wait, are you bad? And he was yeah. like, oh, I'm moderate. I'm moderate. I'm moderate. Yeah, 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 and yeah, then yeah. Are you bad? My question. So <laughs> <laughs> and um, so this is now my question to like 
determine if you're a good person or not. Uh-huh. And I don't tell me if you agree. I go, do you think children deserve free lunch at school? Yeah. And he said, no. Yeah. And to me, I'm like, you think you're moderate? Yeah. You think children should starve because their parents have bad jobs? Like, yeah. and you think you're moderate. Like yeah. these people, they think the KKK is racist and anything below that is moderate. And it's like, you are an extremist. You yeah. are for children. They can't. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they don't see themselves as the worst, but they are. Yeah. They're, they don't realize that they hate poor people and they think that voting for Trump is a vote against the elites. And it's like, well, you hate poor people. You think that they deserve to be poor. You think that there is a, uh, a, you, like, you think there is a, a laziness ingrained in black people. They've been free for 150 years and they they're still haven't made it out. So you think there's something ingrained in them and it's not the system. And if you find out what it is, that means that there's something wrong with you. So it's like you can't deal with that. It's so fucked up. It's like you it's like, oh, well, we'll spend a billion dollars on defense, whatever, blah, blah, blah. It's fine. It's fine. It's the same thing. It's like why we can't give like tax breaks to like people like ten thousand dollars off college but you can give tax breaks to fucking billionaires i don't fucking get it It drives me nuts i think about it every day and um and i don't need to because i i can't affect anything i'm just a comic uh on a on a picnic table in the backyard of an airbnb got kicked out you know so but canada i mean this is worldwide this like uh shift to conservatism you know authoritative conservatism so what is what's the canada trucking situation what was that are you familiar with that well everything we do in canada is just an offshoot we barely we unless you live in uh quebec or in newfoundland we just do what america does but uh two years later and so we uh there were like all these like you know these stupid idiots they're they're like you know maga people and then they're (laughs) like they're like you know the like the american flag has become like a conservative signal and now that so at the out like they're trying to make the canadian flag a thing and they're like the freedom convoy we want freedom against vaccines and tyranny and um Trudeau is a is a Nazi. I don't know why, um, and it's just the same exact thing. It's but they're all from a lot of them from from the West, and so they got a bunch of trucks, and then they like, you know, harassing old ladies and harassing people who live downtown. I'm from Ottawa, and it was just like a complete disaster. And people in Ottawa are so nice and not used to any kind of adversity. No one knew what to do. There was all these like angry people with giant trucks, and literally everyone was just like. Please leave. Please. <laughs> You're honking so much. <laughs> and they were like, shut the fuck up, you fucking Nazi. And we're like, oh, no. <laughs> it's crazy. Fuck. So is it really ingr- Like, did you guys still have bullying in high school? Like, are there dicks? Co- or was it course. like a chill? Of, of course. Okay. Of course. Like, look. Degrassi like, is real. Okay. So doing comedy in Canada is going, is living in Toronto or a big city and then doing one nighters in these small towns. And then everyone calls you gay and try, like, there's always a group of 10 people that will like call you gay and try and fight you in a parking lot. Small town Canada, we don't have, we like don't have a lot of guns, but there is nothing to do. People are ignorant. Um, it's pretty much all white people and everyone wants to fight. I got, I got sent to a boot camp in Saskatchewan for my last two years of high school. And 
Um, I was, I'm from like downtown in a city, ha only half of my high school was white. And, um, and then I went there and people, because uh, I, I defended a Jewish guy, they called me a Jew lover. And because I said there was like a black guy on a hockey team on the, in the NHL and they said there was like an N word on the team, I was like, don't say that. I would like have to fight people every day. Um, and uh, I had never been in a fist fight in my life. And then I just like fought for two years. And then like you do comedy in these small towns. I remember people were like, take your fucking skinny jeans back to Toronto and like throw a rock at your car. You know, that happens like a lot. People like look Tom to car his look at his his Twitter. Uh, it's like he's in Winnipeg. And some lady was like, go, <laughs> you dirty immigrant, you ugly Indian, blah, blah, blah. Like on his, on his, um, on his like Instagram, he like, screenshotted it. And I, I friended her in hopes that she friend me back so I could call her a, a, a pig. I'm just waiting on it, on that friendship. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Um, he was in Winnipeg? He's in Winnipeg right now, and um, so that's probably rumor. I had yeah. I had some problems there. I had a great time, but yeah. I had some men that one full table had to. One guy stood up and said, "You better shut the fuck up." To, to me, you. the person with the microphone. Yeah, who's on stage? Yeah, and he had to get kicked out with all his friends. And then there was like it was a fun. And one guy wouldn't look at me. I'm like, do you not? think like women should talk or something he was like no yeah uh, this happens a lot where yeah. like there are upset husbands at my show or boyfriends sometimes really and yeah yeah some i mean i turn all most of them like i think they end up having a great time and laughing and like we connect but there's always a couple men that just sit there and they're like just miserable they yeah. like hate they I hate the, it. They I hate me. A, they hate what a, I'm saying. For a different angle, I get that from boyfriends. But yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. And well, we'll get into that. But in my head, and these women probably listen to my part, they, and they're like smile. They're having such a good time. And in my head, I'm like, can't you just get it up for your girl? Yeah. Can't you just yeah. enjoy the things yeah. she's enjoying for love and right. a relationship? Right. right. Or why couldn't she go with her friends? Like, I yeah. just don't understand. Cause my dad does this to our family. Uh -huh. He hates going out to eat. Like yeah. to him, it's a waste of money. My mom cooks better. Like he just think it's, he hates going out to eat unless it's a, all you can eat Chinese buffet for $15 and it's our events and it's our birthdays and he'll sit there pissed and not like anything and not. To, and it's like, Okay, we get you don't like it. Why do you have to ruin it for all of us? We like to go out to eat. And so that's how I feel at these shows. It's like your loved ones having the time of their life. You can't yeah. just why can't you just have a good time? Yeah. I just don't get it. It pisses me off so much. It should like, piss you off. That's fucking sucks. Because I I'm bet sorry. those girls yeah. go to those sporting events with those guys 100%. and go to things that they like 100%. and go to Hooters or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And have fun. And it's like I'm sure a couple of my jokes could tickle you if you just opened your heart a little. Like, yeah. I don't know. I always think, like, I, not to be too much of a white knight, but, like, I always think, like, when I see, go to, like, like, if, you know, the, the playoffs are happening in your town, whatever city you live in, there's just, like, women wearing the jersey and getting into it, and it's, like, everyone on the team is a man, and they get into it, and it's, like, guys never do that. Well, that's why the soccer yeah. team was a huge thing because I went right. to the parade with Olsen right. and she was like, I've never seen men wear a female jersey in my life. Right. And right. that was a big part of it, too, where it was like these dads and daughters and kids and they were also fans. Right. And like 
that just doesn't happen. Right. Even gymnastics, like they're just not impressed by women, but they also like don't really probably read female authors or watch move like movies with women. But this was awesome. I was doing a show in West Covina and there was like mm. a Mexican ass cowboy with a giant hat and yeah, like flannel. Yeah. And I have a joke where it's a Regina George Mean Girls reference uh-huh. and he died laughing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I went, do you like Mean Girls? And he goes, I love it. Uh, yeah, and it yeah. was like the best. That's awesome. <laughs> so fun. That's the yeah, best. Yeah, it was really fun. And a lot of guys do have fun. And like, it's it's just weird to go to a thing that you're gonna have to spend money no matter what so like why not like i can go to a concert or a sporting event of people or things i don't know i went to a hurling game in ireland and it's like you can have a good time yeah i i guys are dumb people are dumb everyone's dumb i don't know i don't care why do men, why do men in the audience hate you because they're like, if I laugh at this guy and I'm on like a third date with this girl, he's going to, tr- he, why am I laughing at someone who she wants to fuck or like, who is like, I should be the funny one. I should be the one that she's impressed by. And so you like, there's always like a guy and you can tell if it's like a secure guy or they're in a secure relationship, they're laughing, they're talking, they're going, ha that was good. And then there's some like dillweed, just like, yeah, whatever, bro. He's like, listens to like too much Joe Rogan or whatever. He's like an alpha male guy. And, um, and it's like, I'm not a threat, sir. She, if she likes you. She does not like me. There's a hundred percent, you know, I had the opposite where it was like a fourth date for a couple, but the dude was so mean to me. And then eventually I guessed it. And I was like, are you in the military? And he was, and I was like, yeah your vibe is obvious how much you just like he kept being like i'm just giving it to you why don't you take it i'm like that take what that's not what this is yeah i'm having a good time like it was just crazy he goes sorry your life is so terrible i'm like here at the cellar now this is a terrible life to you like it was just so weird but in my head i was like you're not getting fucked like you're you're digging yourself yeah. into... Oh, he was on a you're date. You're not getting a date five. He was on his fourth date. A fucking loser. That's hilarious. And I was trying... I, You know, I like to fuck with the crowd. It's, like, fun for me. And he just was like, I'm not answering that. How did... I never got... And I was like, okay. And then he wouldn't stop. And it was, like, weird. And then the door... One of our door guys... Uh, one of them went over to him and goes, if you have a problem with her, you have a problem with all of us. Uh-huh. Nice. And he denied, he goes, I don't have a problem with her. I come here all the time. And he goes, yeah. And you've never done this before, but you just did it. So you, the problem's with her. A hundred percent. And yeah, but I'm like, bro, you are not getting fucked tonight and you're not getting a date five. It's uh, yeah, it's definitely a whole other level. What women comics have to deal with. It's pretty crazy. Well, the beer throwing, I loved in the video where you hear someone scream, I'm never going out with you two again. I love that. And it's, yeah, but it's like, yeah, yeah, you knew that they were pieces of shit. Yeah. I think people have gotten so radicalized again, because they're just home alone all the time online. And then you go out with them and you're like, holy fuck, you got radicalized in the past like two years since we last went out or whatever. I think yeah. maybe, uh, yeah, I, I don't like, I, people will try and fight me f- like f- fist fight me on the road, like twice a year. I'll say what the fuck. So have you been in a physical fight in your Be- life because of comedy? When, no, in my in life. In, oh yeah. 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 When I got sent to that boot camp, I got in a lot, like tons of fights. The first day they put me in a room with 
because I'm kind of bigger. They put me in the room with like another big guy who'd been there already a year. And then the room was like, we lived five people to a room. And so, and to give you an idea of how big the room was, and there was about 30 people in the room and just, we just fought. It was like my first day. It was my first ever fight. <laughs> it's crazy. How did you do? I mean, I've never been in a physical fight and I really never want to. Yeah, I, I haven't been in a physical fight in probably 15 years. It's a good streak. I'd like to keep up. I'm also getting older. Um, but is yeah. it hard when these people on the road try to fight you? Is it hard to contain yourself? Yeah, it is. But I, I'm also, you also get scared. You're like, the one time, so I, when I was trying to get my visa um, to America, to be a comedian, you have to do a bunch of things to impress the American government. You have to be, you have to basically prove that you're so funny you won't be on welfare. And one of the things is you have to judge a comedy competition because it shows that you're a person high standing in your whatever in your art form. So I went to, I flew to a place called Thunder Bay uh, in Canada to judge a the Thunder Bay Comedy Festival. And there was that's a, such a specific requirement. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's so. I mean, they they just give you this. You they give you this list, and you're like, "What? All right, I'll figure it out." And Judge anyway, a comedy contest. Yeah, that's so that doesn't even happen often. I know. I don't know. <laughs> like what? Look, if you look for it, you could go to some weird festival and judge. They'd be like happy to have you. You know, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> so, so funny. So you went to Thunder Bay. I go to Thunder Bay. Thunder Bay is exactly picture. It 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 is exactly what it sounds like. It is like an old mill town, and everyone fights to feel alive. And uh, I go there and I judge this competition. And there's this one guy, young guy, you know, he's like the king of the town. And he's like, he brought all his friends, and he's swinging the mic like a dick, and everyone's dying. And he's like, like not humping the stool, but humping the stool. And, um, he, he crushes. And this other guy goes up, this kind of like nerdy, weird guy. He looks like, he looks like he lives in the woods and doesn't talk to anybody. And he has like really well-crafted, funny jokes. And then there was like a bunch of like whatever people. And so I, and he did well too. And so I'm like, he wins cause he's a good comedian. And obviously, like, watches comedy and cares about comedy. And um, then I go to, like, the bar after. And this girl comes up to me and she's like, uh, so how, I thought that guy did really good with the swinging, you know, like, the other guy, you know, the tall, good-looking guy. And, uh, and I was like, yeah, but, you know, he was doing, like, kind of, like, hacky stuff. He was, like, swinging the mic cord like it was his dick and blah, 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 blah. And she's like, oh, and then walks away. And then like two minutes later, the, this, the guy sits down. He's pretty big. He's like, you're talking shit about me to my girlfriend? You're talking shit about me to my girlfriend? And then like two of his buddies come over him. And then I go, um, I'm like, oh, here we go. Uh, and, um, and I go, I remember my dad was, was a bouncer. And I always asked him, like, what was his best move? And he goes, well, I'd say, do you want to fight? And they'd always say yes. And I'd say, do you want to meet me outside? And they'd always say yes. And then I'd say, you go first. I'll meet you out there. Then he goes, I would lock the door and call the cops. So what I did is I did the opposite. I was like, do you want to fight? They go, all three of them go, let's go. And um, I was, all right, um, I'll go outside. You meet me out there in a minute. 
And they go, cool. And then I went outside and I ran back to my hotel as fast as I could. <laughs> like ran down. Um, I, just, yeah. I just ran like, like a cartoon as fast as I could. I think they like they poked That's their awesome. head out and I was like turning. They're like, you fucking pussy. <laughs> it's like, I don't but care. But that girlfriend, <laughs> it's like a, you know, a crybaby. Like it's like a John Waters character. Or like, yeah. Why was she asking if like. Yeah. Say that was my boy. Like, that's so fucked. Yeah, and when well, you weren't talking shit, she asked why you didn't vote for him and you told him. She wanted her. to see me get beat up. She she liked okay. it. She 100% yeah. wanted, like, got turned on by her boyfriend fighting and beating up this, like, Toronto city boy would have been, like, really exciting for them. So. That's funny that they were dumb enough not to follow. They're like, cool, see you out there in a minute. Like, that's funny yeah. to me. Yeah. What, I don't know. What, were, what are some other ones? So why else do you, uh, what are the other reasons people try to fight you? It's mostly just men that are threatened, that are just pissed that their girls are laughing. Um, yeah. And then just generally being in a small town and being like a tall male, like a new one. And like, you know, they heckle and then you like, maybe you, like you, you crush them. Like you have it, you're, you're on a stage, you have a microphone, you know, like, and you have like your comebacks, you got like your 10 comebacks. Sack hecklers only say like four things. And so it's just like, boom, boom, boom. That one's like, Oh shit. And then they're like waiting for you in like a snowy parking lot outside of a legion. And then you kind of have to like talk your way to a car. One time my buddy, uh, John Hastings and I, um, Ran. I know John Hastings. Yeah. We show up to this place and this is in rural Ontario. And, um, and there, there's already police there cleaning up a fight. And then we do the show. And then of course we had to run back to our car and drive away. And then that's when the lady was like, take your fucking skinny jeans back to Toronto. <laughs> and like flicked a cigarette at our car. <laughs> Yeah. It's, well, I do this in a bit, but I say if you live in the middle of nowhere and you don't travel, your opinion matters less. Like, what are you basing anything on? Like, yeah. you don't know things. Yeah. Like, you're all, you think you, like, open your eyes. <laughs> There's a whole world out there. I feel if you're not able to travel and you live in the middle of nowhere, it's like your chances of getting out or having any cool yeah. points of view are lim more limited. I think less I think, likely. Yeah. hundred percent. I think a lot of those people leave and then a lot of them don't. And the ones that don't, they love it. They love not knowing. And when you burst their little bubble, they get pissed. You're like a threat to their like little myopic world. They built up. I don't know. But then sometimes like I remember my first time performing in Kentucky, I was like dreading it. Yeah. And then I had the best time and everyone was laughing and it's like, yeah, mm -hmm. you guys are like me. Why are you voting for Mitch McConnell? Like, because I, th I it's think it's so weird. Yeah. Do you think all of them were, I think, I bet you most of them didn't vote for Mitch McConnell, the ones that were laughing because those people exist in Kentucky. There's lots of like, yeah. for sure. But even like I was in, was it San Antonio, Texas? Yeah. And I was like, well, you guys have Republican haircuts. And they're like, uh-huh. And then they had a great time. And it's like, they, it just like doesn't make sense. Yeah. It's, it doesn't make sense to me. They're like basing their, I don't know. It's cultural, I guess. It is good to see those people laugh at those jokes. And then you're like, okay, I'm prejudiced too a lot. But I don't know. No, I'm, um, I also like, you know, if like someone doesn't hate me, I'm like, I'm sure they just hate their wives and their marriage. Can't be me. I don't know. Like in Cincinnati, yeah. Cleveland, I feel like that's sometimes harder too. Yeah. 
if people like if people are not living their like an honest life they're not gonna like you being honest on stage that is really true that's really because i'm very honest yeah and vulnerable and i'm telling people a lot of stuff and then when people are horrified and judgmental i'm like yeah that's a good point wow thank you I never thought about that. Yeah, they are. And then they'll, for me, they'll, they'll call me weird. That's their like little dig. Like I'll be selling merch or whatever. And they'll be like, you're so weird. And I'm like, I'm not, I'm just being vulnerable and you're scared. But I could never say it concisely like you did. My biggest consistent comment that I don't really like is you're so self-deprecating. And I don't think I am. And yeah. I'm always like, I don't see what you're seeing in this. But yeah, it's, it's, you're, it's, it's, people say it to me all the time. Your stage persona, you're obviously very confident and like you like yourself, like mostly. And but it, like, yeah. you realize you you realize you're not infallible and you have faults. And why not talk? We all have faults. Why not talk about it? So like I, my takeaway from watching you is not you hate yourself. <laughs> like it's, it's like you're on honest with yourself. We're all, we're all fucked up. Like, I don't know. We're all, well, do you think comics are more fucked up or we're just more honest and talking about it all the time? Cause like, I can't imagine that like every teacher and finance person is that much less in their head, but maybe they are like, I just don't know. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know. I always thought I was pretty normal and I started seeing a therapist and I guess I'm not. So wait, uh, your therapist, has your therapist made you feel not normal? Um, well, you know, you just tell them about your life and then they're like, that is not normal. That is like, not like, not, you know, just cause I, uh, kill people. Uh, no, like he's like, uh, just, just like my, my tra- my upbringing and everything and like what, like you know, the little, um, like, uh, like I had like really bad OCD and like all these sort of things that, and you're like, Oh, most people don't have to deal with the kind of stuff I grew up with and the way it affected me. And maybe, maybe I, there is a reason why I'm a comedian, you know, I don't know. I have no idea. I, I used to think, I used to think no, but now I think that we are a little, there's something but i think that it doesn't mean that we're maybe maybe we're not more fucked up but we're just our the way we're fucked up is in a specific way that would push us towards wanting to talk about it on stage maybe <laughs> yeah my big thing that the therap- my therapist said that i was like huh she goes when you were younger who did you talk to when you were feeling upset or like something was wrong who did you talk to yeah and i was like Oh my God, nobody. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly, nobody. I like didn't know. I was like, fuck. Yeah. No wonder I isolate and don't know how to communicate and I need like days in bed without talking to people. No one fucking talks to me about Uh, my problems. Same. No, I just had a breakthrough by proxy through your breakthrough. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Like my parents didn't ask like, why is that upsetting to you? Or how did that like, I'm like, never. Yeah. And I knew they loved me in their own ways, you know, but yeah. they're obsessed with me, but they just don't have the, they didn't have the tools. So you're Eastern European, right? Yeah. Soviet Union vibes. Yeah. Same thing with my mom. So. And they're, they're quite, they're secretive. They don't trust and they thrive on misery. Yeah. The KGB was. Sacrifice. Yeah. 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 
Yeah. 100%. Really? Like, because my parents, like, I'll buy them gifts and they won't even open or they don't use nice things. They can't, they don't, like, they can't even pamper themselves in any way. Anyway. It's so strange to me. Mm-hmm. I think that's why I'm so indulgent in so many ways because they just will like, yeah. Well, how can we fix that? I'm like, just buy it, just go, just do this. You know, they're just going to the botanic gardens all the time. How? Uh, well, how old were they when they moved here? That's the problem. So my mom was like 44, mm-hmm. 45ish, and my dad was like 52, 53ish. Right. So it's in there. You can't get it out. It's too late. You can't, no, it's yeah. way too late. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's mostly just not reacting. That's been my struggle and I've gotten way better at it. But once in a while, my dad will still just push me to where I'll scream. And then I feel guilty and bad because he's old. But um, right. yeah, it's just like they are who they are. They'll always be late. My dad will always be late. It's just, it's also, it's like once I go home and I see their dynamic, I realize where a lot of my bad behaviors came from. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I used to get really defensive with, or if someone said like, Hey, can you clean this? I would be so defensive. And it's because my parents just argue about that stuff. But like, it's not, it could just be a statement with no emotion and it's not personal. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or no. You seem confused. I'm not confused. I'm listening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So instead of like, hey, can you just wash the dishes? It was like, well, fuck you. And it's like, just wash them. But in my house, like asking someone to do anything or any pushback in any way, it's like, that's a fight. Defensive and fight immediately. Yeah, yeah. I had to finally try to teach my dad, like, this isn't about you. I have like sensory hearing stuff. Uh And he was making this this noise on the backgammon board. Yeah. And I was like, you need to stop that. He goes, oh, you and your mother, you just never let me live. Like, I can't do anything. I can't even do this. And I'd be like, this isn't about you. Yeah. This noise bothers my ears and yeah. makes me shiver. Yeah. I go, I have friends. They'll they'll just itch their denim. And it's like, you're yeah. a free person. You're allowed to do that. But to me, I'm like, it's killing me. <laughs> like, yeah. Please don't do it. Uh, but to hit, it was just immediately. And it was like, this isn't about you. I don't like this noise. Like mm-hmm. relax. But so I had yeah. to, you know, you learn that shit. Yeah. It come, it's, it's taken me way too long to figure out that it's not, that's not the way to communicate. And it's not my fault. And it's like, that's just everything. If you question anything, it's like this big, big, like overproduced fight back. Like we, and that's the way I think that's also why I'm single now. Cause it's like, that's my view of like what a marriage is. Oh, I didn't is. know that. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's, that's a new development in my life. Um, oh wow. Yeah. 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 Very sad. Was it just that the new long distance or was there? Um, I mean, there were like, it was new long distance. Um, you know, she, there, there are like other private things that I don't think she would want me to talk about. No. But, um, yeah, we're, I mean, I, we're still like in love or whatever, but it's, uh, it's tough. It's just like, it's, um, are you guys still communicating or is it fully? Yeah, we're def, def, no, no, we're communicating. We're still friends. It wasn't cause it like, it wasn't like some like big blow up or whatever. There was just like, you're like just irreconcilable differences that we knew like going forward it wouldn't you know 
it just what you those things wouldn't change and and that's just the way it is so part of being older is knowing yourself and knowing that we both knew ourselves and we're like nah so and you know and, and it may it may have lasted longer if she didn't move to a different city but uh you kind of are forced to come to a conclusion when someone moves away and you're like well i'm not gonna go so what's the point of having like a long distance with no end date you know so anyway that's that but up top i'm already forgetting because i was kind of shocked by this but um you said that's probably why i'm single but what was the thing oh yeah because like my template for like a, a like a marriage is like two people like like scream fighting at each other three times every day seven days a week we used to get kicked out of restaurants one time my my my, my john hastings came to my house and you know you tune it out when you grow up in a house like that and um and and he came to my house in ottawa uh we were both do we like to co-headline the club and he because he's from ottawa too and um and he he left he's like holy crap dude that was crazy i was like what he was like your parents the whole time and i was like oh yeah i guess he's like you got to write down their next argument for like stand up or whatever and so like then i went home like the next time and I wrote I, I remember I like specifically paid attention this time and this is the argument they had my my mom goes to my dad he goes uh, she goes uh, uh, like we're about to start dinner and they're like my mom goes don't go downstairs and get a bottle of wine please my dad goes okay sure goes and she and he goes she goes can you get up bring up a cardboard box as well and my dad goes okay and then he goes downstairs comes back up wine no box my mom goes out Oh, David, you don't listen. You never listen. And he goes, you don't scream at me. You don't talk to me that way, woman. And she goes, woman, woman, no man talks to me that way. You don't call me a woman. I am not your slave, David. And then she stands up and starts crying and goes, no man owns me. And then my dad goes, oh, stop using tears as a weapon. And then we just ate dinner. Nothing happened. We just ate dinner after that. So no one went upstairs. No one ignored each other. You just ate dinner. We just ate dinner. Because it's like, it's going to happen again in like five hours. Every time my mom, like she'll drive me to the airport after a visit. And if there's no like crazy, crazy fights, but like, like, like that, but like they're just like other little small ones. She'll be like, see, we weren't bad this time. No major blow-ups. <laughs> She'll always say, no major blow-ups. <laughs> and have they ever done couples therapy, or is that a silly oh, no. question? No. Okay. She, she's a and refugee they, from Slovakia. They don't do that. My dad's like... Of course. Uh, yeah. And yeah. what's your dad? My dad is uh, Scottish. His parents are both from Scotland. They're both like Dust Bowl Scottish people. Like, How did no. you get your name? Is Graham Scottish? Because it's definitely Graham, not Eastern Graham, European. Graham is Scottish. K is Scottish. My my uh, my mother's name is is Hudak. Her last name is Hudak. And then the and then my middle name is Vasily. Okay, that's where it comes out. Yeah. Wait. So no major blow. Okay, that's that's so wild. 
Cause that would, my mom would lock herself in a room. Oh yeah. If that kind of fight happened. So that's how I was, it was blow up silent treatment for a few days and then pretend like nothing happened. Sure. Yeah. 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 That's what we kind of did. Now, do they, they'll never separate. Like, do you ever see moments of fun and joy with them or no? Uh, absolutely. Yeah. That's okay. they're, they're like, boom. Like, I remember one time we got kicked out of a restaurant. We were in uh, Stowe, Vermont for March break. And um, when I was a kid and we got kicked out of a restaurant because they were arguing. And then the only, my mother was like, um, if we don't go back in that restaurant, it's over, David. And then they went back in and they were like, you can't come in. And so we went to a Denny's and um, then they started playing footsie under the table and making out. Whoa. Yeah. So were you kind of um, like your first relationships not able to communicate effectively in any way? A hundred percent. And I'm, I am getting better at it, but I'm always, what should take me a week takes me six months to be like, but at least I say it now. Yeah. You know? Um, but yeah, like I, it, 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 Yeah. I mean, for you, is it the same? Like, you, you have trouble communicating? Yes. Yeah. And it's gotten, like I said, yeah, better and better, and the time has become shorter and shorter. Yeah. Or I could say it in the moment, but I don't trust, like, my, like, if I'm upset about something, mm-hmm. I wish I could say, I used to just, like, yeah, fester. But I ended a big friendship recently, and that was, like, a big convo. But oh. I've been better and better. But I'm I've also... Sorry. We not weeded away, but like I'm spending more and more time with people that make me feel good, that I get to be my true self around, that I don't need to walk on eggshells, yeah. like yeah. true friends. And so then these uh, you can be honest because it's safer. You know what I mean? Like I, I had this one experience where I was going to cancel on a friend and I was so scared and then they weren't mad at all. And I was like, oh, cool. And my other friend was like, yeah, no one like. No one should be mad at you if you decide you don't want to go to something. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was so freeing. And so I I just, I'm not going to go somewhere because I said that, like, I'm going to say I'm not in the mood or I'm going to do that or mm-hmm. this bothered me. But I'll probably call the next day and go, the thing you said bothered me. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I, but I want to get there. Yeah, but Kara, who I work with very closely, like, will we'll speak like we just work a lot. So sometimes we'll just disagree and kind of be short with each other, but then move on and it's fine. And we'll easily be able to say like, sorry, that was stressed or I was wrong or whatever. That, that's cool. I mean, that's fine. That's great. It's very cool because we don't want to fuck up our lives. Yeah. You guys are a good, uh, duo. I feel yeah, we are. And, um, we're both, uh, passionate i guess but mm-hmm. like we both said we promised each other we'd go to therapy before we would end any show like That's if nice. anything were to happen that we would get help that we wouldn't just like mm-hmm. flip it out but yeah but i was also picking wrong friends so a lot of my bad behaviors like worked very well with these i don't want to overuse the word toxic but these unhealthy relationships yeah um like they were able to thrive because of my personality, like what I didn't have, like what I wasn't able to communicate. Like they thrived off of me being uh, submissive. 
And why, why did you choose them? The bad people. Oh, I, I know. Yeah. It's like too, honestly too personal, but that's what my therapist said. She goes, if these people are using you, you're using them and you have to figure out what you're gaining from these people that you don't have in yourself. Right. Yeah. Hmm. And that's embarrassing. It's not embarrassing because it's good to understand, but like, I feel sad for my younger self. Right. Right. I think, you know, everyone does that to a degree. So but so yeah. you're scared of getting full-time married because of how your parents communicate or, or you know you'll be able to like not do that um i think i'll be able to do it and i want to do it um but i think the reason why i'm like 41 and i've never been engaged never been married obviously never had any kids i've never had a relationship last longer than three years that's a long time yeah the longest I've lived with somebody is like 10 months. It's like, like, I mean, like a girlfriend, I think, you know, it's like a lot to do with, I, my idea of being married when I picture it is not like, um, a partnership where you like help each other and like got your back and be there for the bad times and the good times. It's just two people shouting at each other in a, in a restaurant. And then I'm, then I'm just embarrassed, you know? So I have to get over that. Yeah. No, you definitely do. Do you have friends around you that are in good relationships that you kind of admire or not? Yeah, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. And it's good to see them go through tough times and then go through, get, get, get over it. You know, I'm like maturing. I've always been a late bloomer. I'm not worried about myself. I think I'll, I'm, I'm, I'll figure it out and I'm, closer than I've ever been it's just like I just have to accept that it takes me longer than most people to figure stuff out that's just the way it is yeah but you're also assuming those people have it figured out and they might not no but for sure I think there's aspects of my life I have better figured out than they do but I think that they there's parts of their life that have bigger better figured out than I do and I think that um with like I think with relationships, a lot of people have a, you know, they're better at communicating than I am. Yeah. And I like seeing it out in the open. Well, I mean, this is like cheesy advice, but one of my friends said it's you two against the problem. Like you're not each other's problem. Yeah. 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 And that's, that's cool. Uh Yeah. My parent, it's just so immature the way they treat each other. But a lot of it comes from my dad being a chauvinist. Uh huh. Because if you disagree with him, that's a fight. If you Uh don't do exactly what he says when he says it, it's a problem. And so that's not really fair. Yeah, same. Yeah, I understand that for sure. Because my dad will be like, I need you to do this. And I'm like, well, not right now. I'll be home in a four. Oh, and then I'll hang out. And it's like, what are you doing? Like, but and maybe. Yeah. But he also didn't marry my mom until 50. Uh-huh. So I was about to be like, my dad had kids at 50. You have time. But he was he's an emotional psychopath. I think. <laughs> Not really. He, well, but he loved his mom. He lived with his mom till she died. Right. Right. Yeah. Which is not healthy. Yeah, I, I definitely didn't live with my mom. I don't live with my mom right now. I live with uh, a couple spiders in my kitchen. In my bathroom. It was one of my bathrooms. But you I, live alone. I live alone. Yeah, I live alone. Yeah, it's great. 
I'm scared that my I like version of a relationship in my head is too ideal and it's not real. That's yeah. what I worry about. Yeah, yeah, same. I think that, um, yeah, I think you just find somebody that you can, like you said earlier, like be yourself around and and not have to like pretend the best version of yourself. And um, then you just go from there, you know? Yeah, that's the thing. Um, I'm lucky because I have a lot of friends in my life who have really cool relationships and I like looking at their relationships and hanging out with them. And then I have nightmares. I see nightmares around me. <laughs> but it is, I'm also a perpetually like single human yeah. that constantly judges everyone else's relationships. That is like um, a Kathy comic vibe of me that I don't like. <laughs> It makes me upset. I can imagine what people in relation, like my friends say, like mean stuff about like, get over, like, what do you know? Type of thing. About but you? I know that I don't. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I'm yeah. so judgmental. I'm very yeah. judgmental and uh, especially about their relationships. And I'm sure they're like, okay, go be alone. You d sad bitch. But like, mm. I would rather be alone than see, than be in any, some of the relationships that I see in my life. I'm mm. like, yeah. This that would be a prison to me that I can't imagine. Yep. Um, but I'm sure that they have fun or or it's their childhood. You know, it's like your parents, like they're fulfilling a certain thing for each other, yeah. whether it's good or not for us or them. But it's comfortable and they it's like, like easy to be comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. I, so some people are repeating patterns. Some people feel safe and stuff. But I'm yeah. sitting on the outside being like, I would rather I would rather be dead than live in a marriage like yours. Yeah, hundred percent. But yeah. I'm also alone, so and that's kind of sad in its own way, at times. Well, you're not alone in the typical way people are alone. You like travel, have a bazillion friends. You're out every night. Like a lot of loneliness is. Yeah, like but that being makes it even more lonely. That's the sad. It's like when you feel lonely and everyone's around you is like that's uh, real. Mm. Or it's like the consistent when you're like out and having fun and then you go home alone. Yeah. And then you're alone. And it's not a lot like I have a good life, but the pandemic um, was very glaring for me because I realized I was not I was none of my friends priorities, mm -hmm. but I was theirs or they were mine because they have their partners and their kids and their lives. And so like we would all be in a pod and then I would go home alone. And that was like I never realized it because it was a comedy or like out and about and stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I um it's I'm 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 okay with being I grew up a lot like my I have a brother but he has Same. autism and I would take care of him but I never really had like I would never it wasn't like a, a partnership or a friendship it was like I give and so like I'm used to being alone I grew up alone and um so my default I I don't I'm not like oh if I'm single I'll be sad and alone my default is like that's I'm fine with that weirdly Yes, so. because I'm always alone. So, yeah. of course, I have to be fine with it. But yeah. there are moments where it's like... I get no, for sure. Yeah, I wish I could bitch or be in an airport with... I don't know. There's just yeah. like when you're alone 80% of the time. Uh-huh. I get that. Yeah. No, for sure. It was nice being Sometimes in a relationship it's just and too like much. coming home and... Or like, yeah, traveling with somebody or sharing. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I just start crying. <laughs> see, see you later. <laughs> well, you're recently, well, you're about to go with a friend to the mountains. You're about yeah. to perform. Uh -huh. um, this, what is there? Tell everyone where they could find you or watch or come see you live. Okay. So um, my main thing is I just released a comedy special 
uh, eight days ago. It's on YouTube. It's self-produced. I got a bunch of people who um, like work on HBO uh, to like film it and do the sound, and they did a bunch of favors for me. I'm really proud of it. It's on YouTube. Go to uh, youtube.com slash Graham K comedy. It's Graham spelt like the cracker and K-A-Y comedy, Graham K comedy. Um, it's called Live in a Bowling Alley. And uh, I filmed it at the gutter in Brooklyn, like CYSK, and there's like a bowling alley there too. And yeah, so, uh, you know, find me on Instagram. Um, and But definitely watch my special. I think it's funny. It's free. You're going to like it. Just do it. I'm impressed by people self-producing, making, doing, putting it out there. It's like a yeah. lot of work and cash and time. So, thanks. Yeah, I'm. I'm Congrats. I'm really, yeah, I'm happy. I'm happy about it. I'm happy the way it turned out. And that out. venue is amazing. Yeah, it's super cool. I always wanted to do like um like Zach Bal- Zach Galifianakis live at the Purple Onion vibe for a special where it feels like you're in a small venue and he's like right there and it feels I feel like I kind of did that. For the, the vibe-wise, anyway. That's incredible. Yeah, thanks. Well, this has been great. Bye, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Yay. Did you love that? Okay. So thanks for listening. And just so you guys know, I'm on the road. Okay. I'm in Chicago at Zany's November 10, 11, 12. And then the podcast is 13, 14. And then honey, we're on the road for that's messed up on um, Midwest. So if you're in the Midwest, I'll also be in Detroit and Madison. So that's coming up and um, the podcast is everywhere. And then I'm also going to be at the New York comedy festival um performing with my finland girls so stay tuned for that and if you see me in brooklyn on the train you know i'm living my fantasy life and filming a netflix show no my next set of lines are cool i gotta really work on them all right god bless everyone except anyone that actually takes that statement seriously then i hope the devil gets you bye is a headgum podcast. Anya Konevskaya is our supervising producer. Ali Kahan is our associate producer. Rochelle Chen is our engineer, editor, and producer. And me, Lisa Traeger. I am also a producer. Hello. Thank you so much, Carly Jean Andrews, for the cover art. You are incredible. Jack Krause, thank you for the theme music. I love it. Please follow me on Instagram at GlitterCheese and at Enemies Podcast. Rate and review wherever you listen to this podcast. Tell us about your own enemies by emailing enemiesthepodcast at gmail.com. But really, I'd love to hear your beautiful voices. So email us a voice memo or call in and leave a message at 323-677-1943. That was a HeadGum Podcast. 